my friend Eddie Gamusio, DaleWileyShow.com. So I wanted to jump on the phone today with my friend Eddie Gamusio. He's been on the podcast a couple of times, and I want to have him again to talk about what it was like to see the film, Dave's Hoaxer's film, on the TV. Oh, you know, actually, I have not had an opportunity to see it on the tube yet, but okay. I'm anxiously right. I'm anxiously waiting to see it. Um, that being said, um, I have seen, gosh, three screenings. Yeah, four screenings. No, you've seen the movie. You definitely have seen that. So the stuff I want to do today is I wanted to in, you know like emphasize how important it is for people who are involved in Queen City Shout and all the stuff that I'm doing on the podcast and everything else, get the word out about this movie. Because this is the time when you can still influence it. Because I guarantee you, a number of people have absolutely not noticed that this thing is happening and you know, don't even know this there. And it's available on Amazon or whatever you know is available to you, whatever cable company, whatever whatever internet site, it's all there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I saw the news, I, I've been talking to Dave off and on, Dave Holkstra, yeah, right. uh, over the last few weeks. We screened the movie last year at the festival, and right. I wanted to bring it back again for this year, which we <laughs> can do even with the right. release. Um, and so through those conversations, he had said, well, um, you know, we've got this licensing thing going. So it was great news to hear uh, that on August 4th, you know, it had all the outlets through Amazon and Vimeo yeah. and a lot of the cable companies, uh, like On Demand and things like that. Right. So that's great. And you're right. Uh, the word does need to get out. Um, the historical aspect of it and the spiritual and emotional aspect of the movie, um, not just Lou Whitney, but through the history of our town musically is just... Yeah. It's all there. It's amazing film. Well, it really is. And the point that I just continue to make is I think that, you know, what Dave understands is even in the in the social age that we live in, the stuff that we do about watching the film and where we watch it and when we watch it makes a difference and sharing it and you know, all the things you can do that don't cost you a dime will help us get a streaming service to pick it up because that's the hope is that Hulu or Netflix or somebody else will choose to understand how important this and wonderful this film is. Yeah, and it's so, I mean, it's the reality of it is so removed from something that's a little more Hollywood, like with the Ozark right. series or something like that. And honestly, it's like <laughs> a whole different a whole different game and it's playing to a whole different topic and all that. But it's nice. Yeah. I, I, I dare to compare them only in the sense that like this film as that series, uh, the, the popularity and the relevance of this film, it, right. it should be on par. People should, well, people yes, should recognize exactly. that. Hey, okay, okay. Of course. I didn't, Ozark is, isn't even filmed in Missouri. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's incredibly funny. Yeah. You know. But uh, so I don't know. I mean, just you know, you know, and I obviously, you know, for some folks, music's just not their bag. It's something that's right. fleeting sure. and passing. It's something they like to have in the background. But 
with what you said earlier, there definitely is an audience uh, in Springfield and beyond, oh, outside of our own well, state, that that has no idea about the history here. My gosh. Talk what, about that, that now. What's going on now? Because they're still doing it. It's still going on. We are, Dale. We are. We're still doing it. Um, it's, uh-huh. it's all gone virtual. It's right. a virtual festival. <laughs> yes. We still have uh, 92 acts across seven days, so we've turned it into what we're calling UCS Week. Uh, part of it was logistical, and part of it was a goal to eventually have a, a week-long series. I didn't expect right. it to happen so soon, but logistically, it was like, okay, we are doing You've this. You've got a huge crowd now. My gosh, I'm just so excited and so impressed to see what you're doing. Well, thank you. It's just really been uh, a labor of love, and especially the part uh, that we tie in with poverty relief. You know, I have my wife to thank for that inspiration and right. uh, her guidance and working with that. And, you know, that's that's what we're after at the end. I mean, the music, the film, and the art is there to entertain and to showcase folks of you know, the kind of artistic talent that's in our area, but we all do it for the uh, poverty relief. Our goal is $15,000 this year through a GoFundMe account that we've started because this okay, year there, there are no... What, where does that go? Tell me about that. Right, so it's set up at a GoFundMe, and uh, I don't know the address off the top of my hand, okay. off the top of my head, but it is, it is a, I think it's just GoFundMe.com um, slash Queen City Shop, or okay. if you go to the site, you can just type it in as a keyword, Queen City Shout. The oh, link good. is also on our festival headquarter page, queencityshout.com. So if people okay. want to uh, find the fundraiser, they can go to the website, and then that will take them to the fundraiser. But, so those funds, um, we normally would charge at the door, you know, wristbands, right. or we would sell four or five-day passes. Um, uh-huh. It's free this year. Um, right. We had considered briefly, you know, locking the site down because there are places that are available that way where you have to pay yes. to access. Right. But I thought, you know, with with the current state of things, it's like, no, we're not going to do that. And, you know, aside from it being more of a logistical nightmare, it was just like, no, we're going to open this thing up. It's our 10-year anniversary. We're going to make this thing free. And what we're asking folks to do is, since we're losing those nonprofit funds at the door, Right. Uh, we're just asking people basically to donate what they feel the value of the festival is to them for the whole week, you know. So well, just give, give what you can. Okay, and so how long does it go for? It goes for seven days, August uh, 17th through the 23rd, Monday to Sunday. Wonderful. And uh, we've got a great wrap-up for Sunday. Uh, Creek Rocks will be playing, The Crumbs, oh, uh, Molly Healy. Um, and really all week long, it's just a pretty diverse lineup of songwriters and bands. Well, you know, and I want to also clue you in to one other thing that I'm doing that will be out there eventually. But, you know, I've kind of started this project. I've called the Musical Map of Missouri. And that is, it's a visual project. I want to have a map that talks about the history and all the different ways that Missouri plays into music. Uh-huh. And so I want to have Charlie Parker and Camp Basin up there and, and Chuck Berry and, you know, who in Springfield, Lou Whitney. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah. And so we're doing that. It's some, It's not been launched yet, but it's coming very soon. And I just thought that what we're trying to do with that is make it a Kickstarter project 
and turn the whole thing into maps and posters and everything and have all that go to uh, you know to musician relief some sort of covid fund you know for musicians well i'm glad to hear you say that because uh you know with us doing this every year uh for the nonprofits that uh, work with poverty relief uh yeah. there's a lot of folks out there from uh, many different walks that, uh, you know, whether they've been furloughed or, or whatnot, and, and musicians especially losing all their gig money, those that are uh, working full-time. Right. Uh, it's been a difficult time. Definitely has, and something we need to keep top of mind. But I wanted to get you on here to talk about the film, not that you haven't seen it yet, but just the fact that it's there, and we need to share it and support it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is this is the time. I uh my plan is to uh I I I'm literally uh, in real time talking with Dave over these last few days and uh, since the film has gone out everywhere, right. I think what we may end up doing uh with the film as a festival is maybe play the trailer and then just have a Q&A uh with him yes. where, where him and I would sit down and talk yeah. about and you know, it, anything we can do uh with sharing through social media and this and that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, the word needs to get out on this amazing film. It's a beauty. It's there, and it needs to be viewed by more people. So let's get out there. And, you know, even Dave talked about the difference at Amazon from, you know, what it comes in at and what it becomes if enough people share it. It really makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've been sending emails out just to, even extended family like Gumusios in uh, Bolivia and uh, Gumusios in, in Sweden. And, <laughs> and I don't know if it's, you know, Amazon Worldwide or it's U.S., but either way, I'm just like, hey, you know, this is uh, this not? is a film about our own hometown, and you guys exactly. need to check it out. Exactly, you're in. You're so. far, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, thank you for jumping on. I just want a few few minutes to talk to you, and I love what you're doing, and thank you for doing it. Thank you, as always. DaleWileyShow.com <laughs> Okay, I had just started uh, my solo career, and right. there was a big article in the newspaper, and Johnny called me. And ABC said, uh, we want you to come on, uh, do a show for us at Printer's Alley. So I did. Right. Then next day, they offered me to be a regular at seven shows or on the premiere with Bob Dylan and him. I right. said, well, I'm going to start a new career. Why not? If I if I can't stand with the big boys and girls, I shouldn't be trying. That's <laughs> the biggest boys the and the biggest girls, no doubt about it. That was oh, huge deal. And I stood. I stood my ground. You know what I mean? Definitely. It was the best decision I ever made in my career. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was Johnny Mitchell like? Oh, what a sweetheart. She even rolled on for me. About me, <laughs> she was annoying. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I was just—I guess they knew who I was through a skin dog, but this was my first thing with the velvet suits and all that. Stuff. Right. Yeah. Did you know Dylan before that, or was that when you first? No, met I'd never met Dylan before. No, okay. I knew Cash since 1955. Okay. We've been friends, you know, and Rustin right. Dog had toured with them, but I didn't yeah. know Dylan. <laughs> Tell me about story. Him. What was he like? Oh, he was great. He's so shy. Him and I just 
place. As a matter of fact, he, he, he went to the hotel. He asked me, should, should, and he said, I don't know. He said, you guys are dressed up a lot. And he was just in his jeans and stuff. I said, well, what's wrong with that? He said, well, he said, you got in his velvet. We went to my hotel room. He tried every damn velvet. Pretty soon I said, oh, <laughs> I don't, I've never met you to, just till this week, but why don't you just go on at Bob Dylan? DaleWileyShow.com because there was something in the water in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, don't forget me. I'm Brenda Lee, and we're all going to have fun tonight on Ozark Jubilee. the Missouri Music Podcast, hosted by music fan and the founder of Slewfoot Records, Mr. Dale Wiley. 